welcome back, ladies and gents, ladles and jelly spoons, boys and girls. Welcome back to the Aim A Little Higher podcast at the end of what has been one of the most busy weeks of the year. A lot of traveling, a lot of the country scene. If you're new to the pod based off of this last week, welcome. If you're a returning listener, it's good to have you back. If you're a co-host, what's up? How are you? Uh, if you found this podcast accidentally, congratulations. If I haven't got any more. I Just kept going. More. I haven't got any more. That's me. That's me. Welcome back to Aim Not Higher podcast with your boy, Kamal. How you doing? I'm joined today. Your boy, your, your, your main man. Your king. No, no, I'm going away. <laughs> What's up? It's Kamal here. I'm joined as always by, in well, physically here, we've got Storm. We do. So she's in the studio. And then calling into the studio via the 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 airwaves, we have... Eliza. Eliza. Hey, hey. Welcome. How are you? Tired. <laughs> Tell me about it. Tell me about Actually, it. Actually, it's been like a very, very... Uh, interesting week because this week i had a breast scan um because i found a lump in my boob and for people that don't know around like your late 20s early 30s things really start to change like in your body and no one really tells you about that like you know about starting your periods but other than that you don't really talk about hormones and um yeah found a lump in my boob and was worried about it for ages eventually managed to get into the breast screening place it took far too long it's supposed to be two weeks it took me two months yeah ridiculous. um they then like it was really nice actually in there they were really lovely but they felt it they thought they had to scan it so they did scan it and then luckily no it's just like a fat lump and they call it like a a mouth so like basically it will jump around my boob um <laughs> and it it'll be in different places but uh there is no need to be worried about it so Damn. definitely if you feel a lump make sure you check your boobs and if you do find a lump make sure you go to the doctors yeah genuinely for real it's the same for you um for you lads as well you should definitely check your testicles and if anything feels off feels weird get it checked out uh you can get in front of these things really early and like Liza said she's been worried about it but because well i mean it, it wasn't anything thank goodness once you went and got the scan but the fact that you know you felt it saw it went and got the immediate assistance meant if it was anything sinister they could still do something about it so definitely a great point definitely a great point to put out to the people Get to know your body, look after your body, and uh, get help when you need it. ASAP Rocky. Uh, I think it was a good example as well of being so worried about something and then going and getting the all clear quickly rather than have it, well, I mean, as quick as you could. Not as quick yeah. as they could, rest another story. Um, <laughs> and, and getting over that worry before it comes a deeper anxiety or a deeper a deeper concern you know so yeah big up for that one big up for that one for sure we have been to mm, gloucester manchester wales north fleet why is it always where i was yesterday that i forget the most ipswich yeah this week alone we've done well we've done some mileage so it's been one of the weeks and I guess every time you go out, there's different themes that pop up, right? When you speak with students on the playground, at lunch, uh, the Q&As that go back and forth. And what's been interesting this week, both in the world of social media and in physical classrooms, is this idea of what winning is. 
and a short-term instant win versus a long-term win. And actually, what is the true win, if that makes sense? So as a great example, I've been working with this group of students and they're absolutely awesome. And one of the challenges that they're having is they don't get along with certain teachers and their relationship with that teacher is putting them off the entire subject. So rather than just being like, oh, I like the subject, but I'm not sure about the teacher, for them, I don't like the teacher, therefore, I don't like the subject. Which worries me because you're now basically cutting yourself off from an entire subject that can lead in all different directions because of one person, whether it's their teaching style, whether it's you feel like they're picking on you unfairly. So my question was, well, if you're in there anyway, how do you win this situation? And they were like, easy, I argue. I have an argument back and forth. If they pick on me, I'll give them a piece of my mind. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then what happens? Well, then she'll try and come back at me. I'm like, okay, then what? Then I'll come back at her. And then what? Then she can't take it. So she has to call for backup. I was like, right. Okay, and then what? Then SLT will come in and then they'll take me out. And I'm like, how I won because she can't even handle me by herself. I was like, okay. And then what? Well, then I'll get isolated for the rest of the day. Cool. And then what? Then the detention. Okay, and then what? And then I call home. I'm like, right. And then when you come back to that lesson, you treat it normally. No, then they've got it out for me. And I'm like, right, so who wins? Me. And I, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I was just, thankfully we got to like, you know, have a longer conversation about this concept of winning. But I just wonder if that's a general feeling across the board of, in this situation, I feel out of control. So I'm going to take this instant win as opposed to look past it and see the bigger win. Do you know what I mean? How did you deal with the idea of, winning when you disagreed when you felt like you weren't being treated in the fairest way have you ever had that feeling and how do you how do you win from your point of view I think winning is the person who wins is the person who gets the most kind of long-term benefits or gratification that's Mm. what I would say winning is for example if you win a race the winner usually gets like a, a gold medal or more opportunities or whatever if you win at like an argument, I don't mean like that kind of argument, yeah, but if yeah. you win at like an argument, like a debate or whatever, you still have that long-term gratification. You're the best debater. You get more opportunities. You get to debate against different people and you yeah. build it up and that sort of thing. So that's what I would say winning is. There's, You can win by losing a situation, but winning overall. So for example, going back to arguing with teachers, you can choose to do that, what mm. that student did, or you can choose to just leave it alone you might feel like you lost that argument by backing down. However, you're not going to face consequences like getting put into isolation or mm. having a teacher dislike you and then treating you unfairly. So in the long run, you lost an argument, but you kind of won yeah. in every other way. So that's yeah. what I always see as weigh out the pros and cons yeah. or weigh out the consequences. And if the what you get out of it is better, then you won that situation. Yeah. doesn't matter if you won the argument or not. You won the whole overall have you ever conceded and took a loss to get a yes, win? Yes, I have. <laughs> I do it all the time with Harry. Fair play. Yeah, because Harry's very, we're both very logical people. So if, when we, if we have like an argument or a disagreement. By the way, for the listener, Harry is a storm's husband. Husband's a strong word, but we move. <laughs> um, we're very logical people. So when we like argue our points, we can go on for ages. Right. So there's times where I'm just like, I'm going to let you believe that you won this. Okay. purely because I don't want to talk about it anymore and if I let you believe that you won you'll stop talking about it and I can just get on with it and not listen to your rambling 
So he feels like he won, which is great for him, puts him in a great mood. Yeah. But I know that you didn't. I did. So what's now, your win there? The fact that you're not talking about it anymore and you're yeah, like there. I don't want to deal with the situation. I put him in a good mood, so he's not rambling anymore. Fair. We move on. He's got a big head for a little bit, but I'm just like, it's fine. Fair. I won I, this. Eliza can't relate to that at all. Um, oh. <laughs> but Eliza. But Eliza's right most uh, of the time. No, she can't relate to that at all because <laughs> there's no conceding. If I'm right, I'm right. Uh, but <laughs> Eliza, have you had the situation where you've had to concede to get a, a win? Obviously, not in your marriage. No, I would say to be fair, I'd say if anything, you concede more. And I, I tend to not really like, like, it's very weird. A lot of people say, like, I'm quite, uh, like, I give people my opinion quite a lot, which is right, but I don't argue with people. Like, I find arguing the most pointless and boring activity to do. Mm. So, like, generally, I will state my point, I will hear their point, and that's it. Like, I I don't want to live in a world where I agree with everyone. I think that would be utterly boring. Um, If I'm in such a defensive state that I'm not listening to them, I'm actually already in the wrong anyway. Because, like, and you know when you're there, because then you just sort of, like, start hearing your own voice over anyone else's and you're not listening to them. And it's like, (laughs) oh, right now I'm just being slightly idiotic to to just sort of, like, win. And and that's not, that's actually not winning because it means you're not learning anything. So I tend to just, like, I don't really, like, argue. I just, I might get in a mood about it or I might brew on it for a moment. But, like, of actual arguments, I don't think I've ever had one. And I would never have one with, like, a teacher or a manager because, to me, it's, like, it's so, such a pointless use of my time. Mm. Like, overall, they're they're above me. (laughs) So, like, if they're paying my wage, if they're giving me a grade, if they're teaching me and that just fundamentally means I'm beneath them because I need them for something. So if I disagree with them on something, it's, it's not going to help me argue with them. If anything, it's going to disenfranchise me yeah. because they're not going to give me a good grade. They're not going to give me the good salary, like whatever it is. So actually, I just know in my head, oh, actually long-term, me and this person are going to get along. So I probably wouldn't pick that A-level subject or I won't continue working for this company for much longer and I might go and move on somewhere else but I would never get into an argument with somebody that is higher above me in any sort of way like in addition in age I don't like arguing with people older than me because generally they've lived a life that I haven't lived they've learned more lessons than I haven't like I have learned so although we might disagree on something I'm not going to get into an argument with you about it that's an interesting point where it comes to like uh, the idea of being able to say, oh, this person's above me or this person's in a position of power. People really struggle with that. And I hear it all the time when people say, oh, I like um, I like how when we're in these sessions, you talk to us, not at us, which I, I understand where they're coming from because that's, that's the style of delivery. But equally, when they report them back to their experience with teachers and like you say, people with experience with managers, et cetera, of going oh, they think they're above me and they don't talk to me like we're on the same level. And there's an element of like, well, you're not. That teacher is getting paid to be in a room. That teacher's been trained for specifically dealing with this subject. That teacher is able to level you up in their spare time if they sacrifice that for you. That teacher's able to give you a glowing reference for whatever you go and do next. Whereas you are there receiving a service. Yeah, I think like... 
sorry if I'm interrupting you, I can't see anyone. But um, <laughs> I, I generally think this is a problem as a society. When we say, I think we have two very personal equality and equity and what they mean. Because when you feel as though someone being, someone having more knowledge, someone being superior to you automatically makes you inferior, that's wrong. That's not right. Um, just because they have they're, they're of an upper level a level to you doesn't make you inferior. It makes you able to learn. And I mean this in every sense. Like when you're in a room with people and there's an idea that they earn more money than you or they know more than you, like just congratulate yourself that you're in that room. Yeah. When you're at school and you're learning from a teacher, they, they do know more. They have put more time into their education. They have lived more life than you. So generally that they're not on the same level as you. And it would be ludicrous to ask them to be on the same level as you because otherwise, why are you attending a school? But be grateful that that person has decided to not only pay a lot of money for their education to then go and teach you, but also the fact that they're actually willing to share it with you because mm. teachers could just sit there and, and, and do nothing. I mean, the struggle for teachers as it is. So, <laughs> like, they would just get paid to be in a room at the moment. The fact that they're actually willing to impart some sort of knowledge on you, and it might not be your learning style it might not they might not manage behavior the way that you like it they might not talk to you in the way they want you to, you want them to talk to you but they are imparting knowledge yeah, and so just taking a snippet of that knowledge and being grateful for being in that space that a lot of other people don't and I, and I know people don't like comparing but a lot of people don't have the advantages of education that you do have just take it and yeah. and asking people to forever be on an equal level to you actually disenfranchises you because you will never be able to learn then. You will never be able to grow then because you will just be forever around people that are less than or the same as you. And, and I, like it's, it's, it's not great for you as an individual to do that. Yeah, you're definitely not going to learn from people who are <laughs> who have done as much or are as smart or in exactly the same as you. It will feel comfortable though. Oh my gosh, look to the left, look to the right, we're all the same. Mm-hmm. What a lovely feeling. But... At some point, you've got to <laughs> you've got to look for winning and improvement over your feelings, and, and it feels like that's what it is. It feels like we've got a lot of people in their feelings about, hey, they think they're better than me, or they, and it's like, one, so, and two, great. Like, who cares? If, if I see it as a nice way to develop character. So the switch for me came where I'm getting offended by this person speaking to me like this. I'm getting offended by the fact that they're always picking on me. They can have their back turned. Something will happen. She'll turn around and be like, it's come out. And that was annoying me. That just switched it mentally in my head. I'm like, all right, what would it take? What would it actually take for me to get power back in this room and get her to like me? And that just became a fun game to play. I was like, do you know what I'm going to do? Next time I see her, I'm going to compliment her. Watch, I'm going to drop a compliment. And I did. I was in the hall getting told off. Is this like reverse manipulation? It's really odd. It is, yeah, I guess it is a little bit. It is a little bit. But like whatever you've got to do, I guess. Because yep. you don't have to genuinely like people. Like no one's going to make, you don't have to be their best friend. But if you're really struggling to get over the fact that this person has a, a lot of responsibility and is being a little bit short with you, or you did something once and they've not let it go, which is unprofessional, they should, but we're also dealing with humans then turn it into a game. I'm like, I, I bet I can make her like me. And that's the challenge. And it was hilarious. I get told off. I'm like, so sorry, mate. Have you done something different with your hair? And I remember once she's, she froze and was like, yeah, I have actually come out. How nice of you. And she walked away. 
And I was like, I'm in a part of school I'm not allowed to, I know I'm not allowed to be here and you've caught me, yet this compliment has disarmed you and we're good. Yeah, we've got to start playing different games rather than this instant, instant win game I'm winning right now. I don't know if you saw the other day, there was an interview on, a, ugh, on Piers Morgan Uncensored with uh, a lady who has made a profession on OnlyFans and she's making a, a fair bit of money by the sounds of it. So he had her on the interview and he was like, what? What are, you, what are you doing? And she was like, oh, well, I was a lawyer and I thought, actually, I could make more money doing this. So I'm doing this now. It's great. And he was like, okay, fair enough. It's your life. Do what you want. But what if you want to have kids and a family in the future? She's like, oh, yeah, I might want to have kids. She's like, well, they'll see this. All. They'll see, this is, it's on the internet. It'll be there forever. And she's like, yeah, well, my kids can cry in a Ferrari. And it was like, was that, is that you winning? Is that the win? That you're doing something that puts you out there in the world in front of everyone is there forever? And eventually you're going to have family, going to have kids, going to want maybe a different career. Someone's going to Google your name and bang, that's the first one that pops up. Forever. That's just you. And that's winning because there'll be money. Is money, is that the only factor of winning? Is that is that how we measure it? Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I don't know why, I, well, I mean, I can, I can make a number of guesses why. But I'm not sure how people get stuck there where this is the metric of winning and forget everything else. Yeah. I think it's told, It's because that, that's what we're taught, that money is everything. Mm. So people will do anything to get a lot of it. And it's just the life we live, unfortunately. Where's your, where's your line? Where's your I line for, for how you'll... Yeah, for how you'll If I have to money. compromise my morals and my values and stuff, then that's the line. As soon as you're compromising morals and values? Yeah, as soon as I'm, like, compromising every like something that I stand for or my morals or having to change something about me in mm. order to get money, that's yeah. where the line is. Like, Fair. as soon as I have to question it, I'm like, yeah. Not it's for too you. far, way too far, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. How do you know what your morals and values are? I don't know, they're just, like, in your... You know when you've got that feeling that something's not right or, like, that you need... You can't make a decision or... You just you just feel it like what well, I I've always just felt it when something's not right and that's when I know like you're at the line. This must be my line. Yeah, like you're at the line. You either cross it or you don't. Fair. So almost mm. like you feel like you're. If I continue with this, I'd be forcing myself. Yeah, as it feels like you're general. losing something if you like continue. Yeah. Or it'll be something that you have to like justify. If I have to justify it to myself mm. and like convince myself that it's good or it's worth it or it would be worth it that's when I know it's not supposed to be my thing fair yeah that's which is different to like taking risks you'd have to take risks in life yep. in order to move forward but it's a different kind of feeling it's when you're like convincing yourself that no, it's the okay. right thing it's to right. do yeah that it's probably not the right thing to do fair where's your line Eliza of what you'll do for the money um so just in regards to the first point just because it came came into my head yeah when people say oh, well, it's easier for me to just argue than be nice. Oh, well, it's easier for me to just be a pain rather yes. than uh, take it. There's something very wrong with you. Like, that's not normal. And either it could be, like, hormonally, because I know I used to be in, like, that stage, oh, it's easier to just me not to forgive that person yeah. than to give them. And actually, like, it, there's, like, something very off balance there where you need to go and deal with something in your head because, for you to find it easier to argue, be manipulative, be nasty to somebody than it is to just crack on and be nice, like, that is odd and weird. And, like, mm. now in my life, I find it a lot 
regardless of what they've done or who they are or whatever, I would rather just have like a good or like all right relationship rather than have any animosity whatsoever. I just don't think that it brings any joy to anybody. Yeah. Um, so I would be like, I would, I would be very careful to saying that number one because it's not, it's not like, oh wow, look at you, you, you prefer to be nasty to people than nice to people. Like it doesn't come across well. It comes across very badly. And try to change that, like your easiness of being horrible to being nice, because yeah, otherwise you're, you like it, it, it's it's cool to be friends with for a period of time, but actually be friends with for a long period of time you probably won't have anyone that wants to hang around with you when you find it so easy to be horrible um in regards to finding my line uh i just like as you know for me like yeah compromising any morals or values and Mm. those were like very much like drummed into me growing up anyway like i had when I was younger, I had the opportunity to be a lingerie model and my mum actually turned it down. She was like, hell no, you're not doing that. Um, and I think like she made the right choice because I don't know how I would feel now and I don't know whether I would have met the man that I, I have now. Um, and for me, like anything, anything that revolves around money with no greater purpose is problematic. So like mm. the whole idea that your kids could cry in a Ferrari is concerning to me because I, I never like to hear a kid cry regardless of who they are and what has happened even when they're throwing a tantrum it's not nice to hear a kid cry so for you to be so flippant of a kid crying in a ferrari is, is also concerning to me i think that it's concerning when any kid cries and it should be even more concerning when it's the idea of your kid crying um yeah. but to feel like you can solve that by putting a ferrari there i don't know how many case studies we have to have of kids that have gone off the rails even though when they've had all the money and and they've taken drugs and they've like not lived there i mean britney spears is a great example lindsay lohan another great example like where they right they go and like have eating disorders they go and have all these mental problems even though they had tons of money and it's like we have to be very careful of that ideology and placing that on the future of our children because if you do think that's the case well we would never hear of these stories and they're famous ones but I know of personal ones, if you surround yourself with wealthy mm-hmm. people, which maybe you don't because you don't want to feel less than, but if you do, you will come across kids that aren't fully happy, even though they have all the money in the world and they drive around in very nice cars and things like that because they haven't seen their parents. And that's just because their parents are working hard, let alone because their parents have put various things on the internet. If you think bullying doesn't exist in private schools, it definitely does, oh, and it gosh. does more so. Um, because people are more eloquent in private schools normally, so they really know how to dig in. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would just, I would like, I think in regards to where my line is, my morals and values, but I think also I've never done anything for money when it hasn't come to purpose. And also, like, the team will know when it comes to 10% discounts in this company, I am like completely on the ball. I'm like, okay, well, that needs to be taken off. I'll do it in to take that off. Like, because for me, that is of more greater importance that I keep my word and yeah. what I've done and we, we put a rule in there. So I, I want everyone to benefit from that, regardless if it means us losing out on hundreds of pounds, because that relationship and that kindness means way fucking more to me than it does, oh, a couple of hundred minutes. Like, I, it's just, yeah it's about knowing knowing that clear line knowing what's important to you and i think you get it from different places like you say it's drummed into you when you were younger yours is like a, a feeling where you know ah, there's a there's a 
constraint here, something's going wrong. For me, a lot of the morals and values have come out of seeing things and going, I don't like that. Why don't I like that? And sort of breaking down, why did that? Why don't I like that? Why do I feel like that's wrong? And trying to get to the root of, okay, well, I clearly stand for this. This is important. This is important. I love what that person's doing, but I don't like that element. Why don't I like that element? And breaking it down. And the clearer you get on who you are, the easier it is to make these right decisions and actually win. Winning is someone's trying to get in your way and you kill them with kindness and you go and become great anyway. Do you know what I mean? Winning is where people can go into a room and try and talk badly on you, but everyone else is going, what, them? Oh, no, he's really lovely. She's really polite. And and they can't go anywhere when they want to start bad-mouthing you because actually you've got a really positive reputation because your behaviours and attitudes to everyone else has been really positive, you know? Um, you don't have to blow up and get angry and fight back against everything. Some things just aren't worth fighting. And you can go and win in real life and go and win for real by becoming better than you were before. So, yeah, I like it. I like it. goal here we want you to actually win not pretend not not fake win but actually win yeah and and actually win and when i say actually win i mean genuinely walk away in a better position than you started with and and that's what winning is when you are actually doing things because it makes you happy because it makes you feel free because it's challenging and you're getting better like that is winning to me whatever that looks like and it doesn't have to be in comparison to what this OnlyFans model is making. Like, who cares? You're making great money. Congratulations. You've got to live with that forever. That's not winning to me. Winning is someone who's making one-tenth of that amount in a job that they absolutely love and are setting themselves up for a future where they will always have options to change career, go into other directions with no repercussions for their past decisions because they were all based on 
something that was moral and something that was right and something that was was beneficial to them rather than the latest hype of how we can make some quick dough, some quick money. Do you know what I mean? That's all we want for you, man. Just want you to win. Just want you to win. Uh, at school, I bet you were you were terrible, right? You just, I was fantastic. <laughs> never argued. Never Were argued. you ever an argumentative type? No. Well, I am an argumentative type. I think <laughs> now I definitely am. Like, I'm partial to a debate. I love debates. Yeah. I just love proving that I'm right. But um, in school, I don't think I really argued with teachers. How did you turn it off as being someone who generally... Because I think some people will sit there and go, yeah, but... It's not that I'm I'm trying to be awkward. I just I just I just quite enjoy it. It's a good sport. I, I I like I like getting my point across. I like winning. I just never thought it was worth getting in trouble, right. like a classroom argument. Like I liked being able to go out for break and lunch. I liked not <laughs> right? being in isolation and not having after school detentions. Yeah. So I wasn't gonna sit and argue with my science teacher, who's still gonna have her break and lunch and still That's go right. home when she wants to. And still getting paid for every second that you're there arguing with them. Yeah, she's literally getting paid to in, engage in that argument with you. So yeah. you're already losing. She's a professional debater now. And you're <laughs> yeah, you're already losing because you're not getting paid to be in that classroom for any longer than she is. So. Oh, literally, literally. I don't know. I just felt like kind of the same thing that Eliza was saying, where like it's a respect your elders kind of situation. Mm. But that's just what like my mom brought me up. Like, to respect your elders so i didn't really see the need to argue with teachers if i was being told off and i thought it was unfair fine but i'm not going to argue about it yeah yeah it's going to take it on the chin it's respect your elders gone i think mostly i think there still are like the traditional respect your elders and people who know to be respectful but that's I just think, how it goes yeah i think mostly people just don't have respect for anyone <laughs> anymore that's doesn't really matter who you that's are that's a problem uh, apologies for those of you who can hear my dog trying to become part of the podcast. Uh, not sure why he's barking, but we'll find out later. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one. I mean, of course, there's some of you listening who are fully respectful. You know, it's not literally everyone, but uh, there's a lot of shifts in culture that I'm seeing. We were at the on the train home yesterday, and I got off the train. I went to pay for my parking. And there was a elderly gent, two elderly gents just next to me, like looking at the machine, like what is going on here? And I was like, oh. All you got to do is put your license plate there. Like, I have, and it, it told me how much it is, and nothing's happening now. Where do I put my coins? And I was like, "Oh, this is a mo- this is you can't pay with money. You need you need a card, blah blah blah." And he was like, "But I've only got coins, okay." And I was like, "Tell you what, just do it. I'll pay for it." And the other gentleman was like, "No, no, leave that to me." And he was he was going to pay for it, but he was like, "I've been looking. I'm, I'm searching for respectful people, and I'm I'm sure there's one respectful person in this country, and I think I found him. You're a respectful young man." And it was like it was so sweet, bless him. Yeah. But it was sad that that was a shock. Do you know what it is? It's because people have been told that respect is only earned, Uh, like never given. And that it's funny because we expect to be respected, but then we'll be so quick to turn around and be like, well, my respect is earned. It's not just given. But then if someone that you didn't know disrespected you for no reason, Mm. you'll be like, you've got no respect. So pick a side. Is it earned or is it given? You can't. You can't really play both sides. Flip between both. Yeah. And we've also been taught that everyone deserves everything, no matter what the consequence, no matter what the, um, no matter how much work you've put in or who you are or whatever, that we all just deserve everything, which is another thing. So it's the entitlement that we keep talking about. Everyone's very, very entitled to a lot of things. Dangerous. And we're seeing the consequences of it. So. Ain't that 
the truth. Well, I think if you are in the education system right now, hopefully you understand where we're coming from, that the win is getting out of the education system with some new skills, with some character intact, with some contacts you can use in the future and a, a decent education. Um, if you're outside the education system and you're older, this still applies. It's the same thing with managers. It's the same thing with, you know, run-ins with authority like the police etc like it's there are wins that are worth it and there are instant wins that are actually losses over the long term because they put you in a worse situation moving forward so this might be someone in your office who you can't stand it might be a manager who you think is is unfair generally speaking if you can know what you stand for know what you're about and always hold that character you will be much better off long term than any of these people who you feel like are doing you wrong uh, or doing you a disservice. So, uh, yeah, go out there and win for real. You feel me? Another one. Another one. Aside from that, enjoy the sunshine, man. It's been beautiful. I'm sorry. Ah, I shouldn't have said anything. I shouldn't have said anything. I've ruined it. Ignore, ignore my last statement. Ignore my. The weather's been average at best. I'm not bothered by it. <laughs> let me not let me not add to your drink i almost did i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> oh dear hello you've made it to the second half of the podcast <laughs> one day i'm gonna learn what where the which buttons on? are i was trying to go all right wait 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 we're gonna do this again hello You've made it to the second half of the podcast. This is where prizes are won. Because um, you made it to the end, all you've got to do is uh, send us a DM that says, all I do is win. You said DJ Kylie, spoke about winning, it's only right. All I do is win. It's quite a long message. Yeah. You have to work for this shit. All I do is win. And it will ask your size and where to send your T-shirt. If you are still in the education system, we will send you your shirt. Um, to your school with your form and stuff on it so they can give it to you. If you are older, then we'll just send it to you, buddy. It's all good. Thank you very much for sticking with us. We will see you again next week. <laughs>